Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, everybody. It's Jacob here, the Daniel 3 Podcast. Um, so, you know, some of these episodes, I just I just take what the live version was and repost it. Um, some of them, I feel like, are good to have a little bit of an intro ahead of time just to set the stage. Um, so this is a conversation I had with Jose Galison of the No Way Jose podcast, who's been on the show a couple times, and I've been on his a couple times as well. And James Gentleman, who anyone who's been listening to my show for a while also knows, has been on uh, several times, um, and vice versa on his show, uh, the Blackbird podcast. So James is a uh, a Christian, a uh, Catholic, um, but has a bit of a uh, philosophical leaning towards more of a uh, postmodernist uh, perspective. And uh, Jose is a agorist and a agnostic atheist. So we have a lot in common, and yet also kind of like some some differences of opinion, of course, on on several things. Uh, we scheduled a while back just to get together and talk again, and we didn't know what what we were going to talk about. And so the night before, we were you know okay, we're having an episode tomorrow. What are we going to talk about? And James suggested that. We talk about the, uh, there was like a question that Michael Malice uh, once sort of constructed in, in, now the purposes of that question were sort of like in how to differentiate between uh, the left and the right. And it was sort of by the question of, are some people better than others? And if you answer yes, you're on the right. And if you answer no, you're on the left. And... Uh, beyond that, um, there's also sort of like um, there, there had been a conversation maybe brewing uh, beneath the surface about just like the existence of a soul and the, um, the, the nature of reality and, and human consciousness and existence. And so our conversation ended up being about these things. And, you know, every podcast goes a little bit differently. And there's, there's a lot of conversations I have where at the end I'm like, um, wow, we really accomplished something. And uh, th- there was a conclusion. There was a, um, you know, a s- solid ground made. This conversation, while it was like really fun, and I, I think that anybody listening will be able to enjoy it. And I, I suppose in its own way, it produces a, a, a sort of different uh, value to it. Um, we didn't really land anywhere. We, we kind of, you know, spent the better part of, uh, I don't know, an hour and a half, almost, I think two hours, um, trying to hash out our differences of opinion and we didn't land anywhere significant. And that can sometimes be a little bit unsatisfying, but, um, but at the same time, you know, this sort of stirred up, um, you know, I think a need for me to uh, go back to the drawing board a little bit on some of my ideas and try to refine them a little bit. 
uh, Jose that invited me on his show uh, a couple weeks later, which uh, that's already happened, but he hasn't put it up yet. So we continued our conversation there. Um, I don't know. There, there's something a little bit frustrating on my end when you're trying to have conversations with those who are not Christian. And it, it can be sort of like the... And, and I find myself frustrated by both the the atheists and, and fundamentalists because on one hand you have the atheists who insist that um, if something cannot be... Uh, scientifically verified, for lack of a better words, then it, then it must just be you know spooky or um, you know w- without any sort of grounding. And then on the flip side, you have fundamentalists who would say that uh, in a weird way they sort of agree with the scientific worldview, um, insofar as like they they just believe that everything that we believe as Christians needs to be asserted as as fact and to be asserted as if you know it to be true and you could you know and it's heresy to uh to approach it any other way <laughs> and yeah anyone who's I mean, and this should be as no shock to anyone who's watched uh, my content for a while um i, I kind of reject both premises and although i would certainly say that I have a strong faith. I, I I construct my faith or I I ground my faith in a sense of like differentiating between the words faith and knowledge. And I don't know, there's something there that I'm beginning to realize I'm not being clear enough in what my views are. And so I'm I'm kind of this conversation I think brought out that I think I, I think I know what my beliefs are, and I think that my position is strong. But when as I'm getting to the bottom of it, I'm realizing that there are a few points that I need to refine my explanations for. So I don't know. This was again this one of those conversations where, <laughs> although fun at the end, it left me a little bit wanting. So um, you know, I'm curious for for everyone's feedback if you have any. You know, either uh, uh, to, to to comment on Twitter or, or send me a message or, or whatever, you know, if you can, you know, maybe you can pick up on what I'm trying to get at and, and, and what I'm trying to reconcile here. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it regardless of the, the, you know, it might be something where I'm just being a little hyper obsessive and, you know, expecting perfection and, and, uh, and being unrealistic with those expectations. But, um, it's always fun though when I have Jose and James on because uh, they're they're just br- brothers uh, in a sense of mine, um, in that we we have many differences, but we also I think ha- kind of have the same sort of spirit in terms of how we go about these conversations and in, in good faith and in good fun. So, all right. With that said, here's my conversation with James and Jose.
Good evening, everybody. Jacob Daniel here. This is the Daniel 3 Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, I got a couple of guests uh, who are, I don't know which one's actually been on my show more. They, they, can, uh, they can inform me once I bring them up in. But uh, we're going to have a pretty interesting philosophical discussion tonight. So um, I'm not going to waste any time with intros and stuff. That's just, I don't know. I tried doing that for a while and I just realized it's not my thing. So um, first I'll bring them, bring up uh, Jose Gallison uh, from the No Way Jose podcast. Jose, how you doing tonight? Doing all right. Uh, so far as the number of how many times I've been on, uh, when people ask me how many times I've been on on Daniel 3, it's kind of like being asked how many tattoos I have. It's just, I don't know, a lot. So <laughs> it's like it's asking how many... It's like asking how many time, how many shots you're in. Yes, the, the the joke that that have we beaten to death sufficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. yep. So I hear you. Uh, I think this is the second time that I've had you and James on though mm-hmm. together. Yeah, we need to come up with a sticky name for it. Like, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. I was thinking about it today, like the Holy Trinity. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got a. Yeah. Uh, you know, copy what because because Reed does that. He comes up with all these yeah. cool names for when he has his 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 uh round tables and stuff. So yeah, yeah. we should work. Yeah, on it's that. kind of the same shtick. He's got the uh communion corner or whatever the hell, which is like atheists and theists. And this is three man. You got one person who's a theist. You got a fuck. You got me who's an atheist, and then whatever the hell James is. He's some like weird mix in between. Well, so. Yeah, James. uh being uh uh from the uh host oh of man the i thought you were I thought you, I thought you weren't gonna bring me in and y'all were just gonna sit there and roast me all the time. <laughs> it was it was tempting it was tempting but uh yeah james what what iteration of you are we getting today uh because because sometimes i get i get agorist james sometimes i get a get a, a catholic james um um so i am always theist james i'm never an atheist uh that's I'm true gen- i'm generally a catholic defender if not necessarily believer or certainly not practicer. Um, so that's that's kind of the spiritual. Uh, Listen, I I'm, can't, I can't very rarely, I'm very rarely an agorist anymore. That's um, true. I, I waver I, between like the L.B. Muniz style of post-libertarian. Um, I I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of I think rejected the popular liberty like scheme. That whole that whole. It just feels like an, it feels like another similar to agorism where like, oh, yeah, we're, this is how we're going to this is how we're going to win. Like, I mean, maybe, but probably not. So sure. anyway, I'm just kind of hanging out where my friends are right now. And that's sort of in all the different camps. Yeah. And listen, I mean, I hope you know, I'm just teasing you. I mean, like I, I can't I, I'm one to talk. I mean, I, I, I'm a I'm a Calvinist who likes to LARP with, with as, a, as a Catholic when it's convenient. So, I mean, <laughs> Uh, no, the... this is this is not a Tower Gang episode. I mean, oh James hasn't even been on Tower Gang, so yes, I mean, I have you know. been on Tower Gang. <laughs> what, you I was, have? I was I, on I Tower don't... Gang with with Magnus. What's his last name, Jose? Pan Panvidia. Panvidia. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, 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 was... I refuse to acknowledge that because I I want to not cry myself to sleep tonight. So it's fine. Nobody should acknowledge it. It was terrible. I was <laughs> not feeling. I was not feeling well. I probably should have just bowed out. But anyway, hi Drew. Yeah, how you doing, uh, Drew? Um. So anyway, um, yeah, so we have a lot that we want to talk about tonight. And honestly, it kind of worked out that you uh, were on Adam's show uh, yesterday, James, because you guys had an actually pretty, you know, interesting conversation, with, you know, and not, not to shit on Adam, but but also to shit on Adam, you know, a, a lot deeper than the, the kind of discussions he usually has on his show. So it was actually... What's the, 
what's the deal with shitting on Adam? Like it, it, it almost comes naturally. Like I, I barely, I barely know him. I do not like from day one. I trolled him. Like that just was it. Like all I know is that like in the past year, my rivalry with Adam and my ongoing stick with tower gang have reached like such ridiculous extremes. And I don't even know how either of them started. I just know that I, you know, have to once a week, uh, bitch about not being on tower gang and i have to make sure i tell adam he's not funny mm-hmm. I, I don't make having, the rules yeah having been in several tweet threads with him for the first time in my life i never understood i never i never like realized that i'm not the only one who just instinctively trolls him it's like it's like all of twitter just gangs up on this poor guy uh, well it, it's all it's all in good fun um yeah oh no he's so. yeah obviously he takes it I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, I hope, I hope, like, people don't ever think it's ever like, like, I mean, and Adam and I can get like pretty intense into it, but he's 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 a great guy. I got to hang out with that uh the Pennsylvania convention uh, first week. Like, I hung out half the weekend with you, James, and the other half with Adam, and yes. it was it was a blast. Um, still have yet to meet Jose in person because, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't like traveling south of the Mason Dixon. Um, did, but did you not know. go to the Tom Woods thing? No, I did not. I felt like I met you somewhere before in person, but I guess no. maybe not. I, I was officiating Mike Heiss's wedding that weekend. So oh, okay, it was yeah. yeah. All the Mises guys from PA didn't make it. Yeah, yeah I was kind of bitter with him. I was like, I was like, this is like, I was like, like you're my brother, and you asked me to officiate your wedding. Like I can't say no, but I hate you for asking me to do it on Tom 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 Woods 2000 weekend. Like that was that was ridiculous because I really wanted to go to that. But I think oh I've well. only gone to like the less than a handful of Liberty events. So I think about it. It's been a recent development for me, but I've definitely been glad I've jumped onto it. It's been fucking great. Uh, Dude, there's, they're, yeah. they're such a, well, I mean, they're, they're not the actual business, but other than that, they're a blast. I'm sure oh, yeah. you don't stay for the business anyway. I like me and James. We're the, we're the masochists that like to go in there. <laughs> it's, yeah, dude, it's funny. I'm- it's funny, like two years in a row, we, we've, we've done these PA conventions together. And it's like we both at the beginning start out optimistic. And then by the end, we're like, yeah, see, this is why we hate politics. And we're like, why are we still doing this? I hate and- I love I love conventions. Like I'm, I'm addicted to them. It's insane. I, you, you can separate the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Like Comic-Con doesn't have, I mean, I'm sure there's some drama there. I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't really know, but like, um, they don't have like Robert's rules and stuff like that. I, I, I really get into the parliamentary stuff and Oh, you enjoy that shit? Yeah, it's kinda it's kind of James would like James would be like on the edge of his seat and then like as soon as like 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 he would time it perfectly and get up and beat everyone to the to the mic. I mean yeah. he was he And was this was in right. Pennsylvania where I don't even live. Like I was a yeah. complete just carpetbagger at their convention. Dude, yeah, the way like the way he, he got up and uh, I don't know how much you follow this stuff, Jose, but like there was the governor candidate that we, we noted because <laughs> he was a, a piece of garbage. I basically and, heard about that today. I listened to the Adam episode too. Okay, yeah. So so James was like the first one that got up there, which is funny because like he's not even from Pennsylvania, but like he gets up there and just like and immediately he's like, So like I'm from Minnesota, so maybe I shouldn't be, you know, telling Pennsylvania people how to do shit. But uh, you know, basically you made this post recently. And you're a piece of shit. What do you have to say for it? And Joe was just like, "Oh, I was just, I was just told a joke, bro." That was much <laughs> like, more diplomatic than that. Although, I, I mean, it's it it it's cool. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the mic team for Reno now, so uh, moving up in the world. I don't even know yeah. what that means, but that's cool. Like, I'll be I'll be making I'll be making motions on behalf of uh, our people. 
that yeah. doesn't clear up too much. But I at get the Libertarian it. National <laughs> Convention, <laughs> I, know. Right. I just so, like going to conventions and then uh, shooting the shit. And whenever you guys, your people, come out and complain about all the annoying shit, like, well, you could have just been out here drinking with me. So yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's what y'all yeah. did at the Tom Woods thing. Yeah, pretty much. It was a blast. Uh, neither of you, I'm assuming, are coming up to Florida here in a month, are you? Have you guys even heard for, yet? For the for the thing at Top Lobster's yep. new uh, property? Yep. No. So, if it had been a little farther out, I probably would have tried to make it, yep. but I'm doing so much May traveling. May 7th, for those listening, I guess, who are in Florida or would are willing to travel, we're having it at Top Lobster's house. He has, he has like 10 acres out there, uh, and it's kind of near uh, the villages or whatever, that kind of area, a couple hours out, out of Orlando, maybe even more like an hour out of Orlando. A few hours if you're in the Tampa area, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a comedy event. Uh, Robbie's gonna bring an hour of comedy. We're gonna do a live podcast with the Tower Power Hour guys with him. Uh, so kind of like a crossover with Run Your Mouth. Uh, yeah, so pretty much all the Tower Power Hour guys are gonna be there. Reed is up in the air. Reed may actually make it, but no, man, Reed's that, on the ground. Be... He's he's dragging yeah. a huge. <laughs> tractor Dick. of some sort across the country <laughs> well also that yes if I, if I if i drive down to florida i get to be on the live tower gang episode right maybe, maybe. I mean, I, there, there's your opening there's a solid i'll give you a solid that, maybe there that's that, the best that's the best maybe or, you've gotten you, you, so what, far what you guys would do though is you like say okay sit in the front row we'll call you up when it's ready and then you'll just keep yeah. giving me like a sign be like oh, one more minute, one more minute, just for like the, the whole hour and a half and then they just don't, don't come up We'll put you in the in the background where you get to be one of the people holding tiki torches for the uh, thing, you know. So yeah, uh, okay. no, but yeah, it's a, that'll be fun. It'll be an hour long event. We'll we're an hour long comedy, and then uh, however long the podcast goes, obviously be a lot of partying, shit like that. Uh, I don't know how this is gonna work when we kick you guys out because I know some of us are gonna probably end up spend the night. So that'll that'll be a lot of fun for us guys hanging out, spend the night with Robbie and all the boys and having a boys not out type thing. But yeah, if anyone's in Florida, it should be a fucking blast. There's only going to be 50 tickets. So, I mean, we've been shooting the shit about maybe having more. I guess it depends on how quick they sell. I, I don't know how much Top Lobster is willing to expand, if at all, because it's also on his property because it's just run your mouth or, or your uh, summer to- porch store shit. So it's at other people's properties, which makes it more fun. So you can kind of do whatever the hell you want. We're going to show up early and shoot guns. That's not for the gen- general popu- population because that could be an issue. But uh, yeah, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> so cool. All right, so let's get into the 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 stuff we wanted to talk about now. I guess um, now we're done kind of shooting the shit. Um, so you were so again, you were on Adam's show last night, James, and you guys got into uh, well, I don't even I guess I guess it started because of Adam's fascination with with ravens and animals having souls, which um, which he had been talking to people on Twitter about. But then but then you got in you got into the catholic position on what souls are which you know can you and, and can you refresh my memory uh, on that it was material and and so what's the other it's type? not it's not necessarily the catholic position it's uh kind of goes back to thomas aquinas so it is a catholic position but there's not really the catholic position on it the thomas uh, position yeah um and then i got into my own my own interpretation of it uh so let, let's see so humans have spiritual souls um a spiritual soul can exist separate from the body that it ensouls. Um, it's pure spirit, just like God. That's what it means to be made in the image and likeness of God. Um, and then a material soul is what animals and plants have. It's what gives, it's like why a tree doesn't rot when uh, it's still alive. 
but a log which doesn't have that material soul will rot eventually um it's but it's also why trees don't go to heaven like the soul can't or the, the material soul can't uh exist separately from the tree so so a material soul is a soul that's uh necessarily tied to the physical object and a spiritual soul is not necessarily tied to the physical yeah. object basically yeah. so okay i can get my i can get behind that a little bit but i guess where we should probably start like i don't even know this is one of like the the i guess like philosophical or theological topics that like i always have a hard time answering if someone asks me is like i don't even know how to define what a soul is nor do i even know if like especially in the biblical sense is there a distinction between soul and spirit in in people that's, and if there that's is that's kind is of it... a that's kind yeah. of a bone of contention between catholics and evangelicals and maybe evangelicals and mainline protestants i don't i don't really i don't really know the mainline protestant point of view on it but uh i do know that i have been in many deep conversations in my more catholic days with evangelicals about uh the difference between soul and spirit and typically it's the same thing for evangelicals whereas catholics tend to separate the two and what what would be the separation between it between the two if you could for catholics well just then? just what i just said the 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 spirit um so a spirit is a separate entity it's like uh like the holy spirit is a spirit um the soul is what gives the material or the the matter life i guess um but because humans have a spiritual soul that soul is able to exist separately from the body if that makes sense so so i guess humans have a so are you so again i'm trying i'm I'm trying to understand this because this stuff often gets confusing for me so are you saying that you would say that humans have a soul which it consists of spirit but but is there a difference between the human spirit and the human soul hmm. i don't know i guess uh i guess that's not something i've really given a whole lot of thought to yeah it, it's something it's, i have because people ask me what the biblical sure. position is on it and i'm like dude i have no, like i'm usually good at having answers for that but as for it i don't think the bible really gives a clear distinction between if, if there's a difference between the spirit and the soul i i do know what you're talking about with evangelicals sometimes having very uh like you know uppity views about that but um yeah. <laughs> i didn't say it yeah. um one other <laughs> no, one I other mean, thing I mean, though that you have to pay attention to is that in hebrew and greek the words the word for spirit is the same as the word for breath and wind so hmm. um in a lot of ways it might be it might be the opposite of what i just described like maybe aquinas had the two things mixed up a little bit because trees and animals aspirate so they have breath um so maybe it's the spirit that they possess and the soul that they don't maybe it's a material spirit rather than a material soul i mean what i was told growing up was that the soul is that which inhabits your body in a sense um but but your spirit is that which is eternal which i guess is kind of similar to what your your take was but i i don't know to, to me it's almost like they're they're basically the yeah. same thing I, I don't know. Maybe it's like um, form and function. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, but but you know we're 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 doing a little bit of Christian inside baseball. And yeah, have, Jose, you're a, you're we, you're all you're all you're a theologian. Why don't you tell us what the soul is? I mean, if we're talking souls, I'll give you a real short one. I yeah. I don't believe in souls, and and when I say that, that's not me asserting they don't exist. I just I haven't seen anything that's convinced me that they do. Uh, so 
be just, just the same thing with like God. I don't, I don't believe in God. That doesn't mean I don't. I, I, I assert there's no God. So that's a common distinction. Uh, I, mean, I brought this up a million times, especially on your show, when everyone brings up atheists, they always assume that. Uh, especially, I, I was guilty of this when I was religious. You assume you're when you hear atheist, you like you hear you think someone asserting there is no God, and that's probably one of the biggest uh, you know con- misconception between theists and atheists is they talk past each other because it's like very rarely will you find an atheist that asserts there is no God, and even if if you do. He probably really hasn't thought it through that much, like because it really is the most indefendable position that there isn't something, especially something that's insanely vague, insanely like it's also could literally be anywhere in the infinite universe, could be everywhere simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like to assert that something like that doesn't exist is a really a worse claim than asserting it does exist, even if you have no evidence. Because it's like you could at least the person asserting it does exist could at least be proved right, like or, you, you, <laughs> you or partially right. Yeah. So whereas in the yeah. opposite, you can't be proven right or wrong. So you know, I mean, well, you can be proven wrong. You just can't be proven right. So, but with souls, yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I've never really seen anything that really convinces me there is a soul necessarily. Not even really anything that compelling. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it's fun to talk about a little bit. In, a, in the in the kind of put on the 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 hat as if I was religious still, but yeah, for the most part, I, I don't know. I don't really. There's nothing that's compelling to me about souls, really. I mean, do I'd you, like to believe I live after death. I don't. I don't fucking know. So. Do you think that? Do you think that there is an incorporeal aspect to humans? Don't um, use those fucking big words with me. Do you think that there's? Do you think there's? Uh, do you think that there's? Like, I know what it means. Oh, good. Oh, good. Thank you. There's like non-material. <laughs> Uh, do I think there's a non-material aspect to humanity? I mean, I guess you could say, in a sense, you're. And I want to be clear. I, I meant to kind of say this. I, I'm. Not, a lot of people always assume when it comes to like people of my ilk, they're like, "Well, well, what are you? Just a materialist?" And you're like, I mean, in a certain sense, sort of. That's kind of like, I guess, in a way, my default, just because that just seems to be the only line of logic that has logic behind it, in my opinion. But like, it doesn't mean I'm asserting the materialist worldview. I'm open to the idea of something outside of it. It's just. I'm not I'm not asserting these things don't exist. That's the key point. But uh, a non do I believe there is or isn't? I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anything that convinces me one way or the other. Uh, I lean towards that there isn't, but it wouldn't surprise me. But I can see why we would think there is, you know, especially over millennia. You know, I mean, it's you mean how religion uh, propagates. Like even if you do believe in religion, there's still a million other religions. So you at least got to be able to understand how religion propagates. You you just have one given religion you believe. So I I don't know. I I, I don't really, I I can keep talking in circles, but I, I, it's, I'm kind of just not taking a stance. I I don't know. I, I I don't believe in it, but I'm not saying that doesn't exist. And I mean, I've never really seen anything that I know. There's always that one person's like, Oh, I saw a fucking ghost. You're like, well, I haven't. So I, I mean, I don't. I obviously, I can't. I can't dispute your given occurrence. But it's also like even then, it's like there's a million ways to probably explain that. So I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything compelling um, other than the the random person every now and then is like, I swear I saw a fucking ghost. You're like, okay, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't. To, to me, it's like, so like you know, I guess the reason I suppose the soul exists is basically the same reason I suppose God exists. You know, we've talked about this before. It's like, you know, because 
because I believe that there is, in a sense, an objective, like forces of, in a sense, and it's hard to it's hard to put this in a way that's accurate because I I understand that when we're when we're uh, facing situations in life, there are kind of it's kind of hard to. Um, know what is objectively right or wrong or or even suppose there is an objective right or wrong to to every situation that you're going to be uh, faced with in life. But I do believe in sort of the more, I guess, metaphysical sense that there is good and evil, I guess. Um, and because I believe in that and because I believe that um, humans act that out sort of necessarily, you know, I think it sort of, to me, is is why I presuppose a God and presuppose a soul um you know and, and i don't know i still like I've, I've talked to you a lot i've talked to Reed a lot and i still like this is the part of atheism i have the hardest time trying to understand and i, I don't mean to suppose atheism is a monolithic philosophy i know it's not but um but yeah i don't understand how like where people who don't have at least some sort of even if it's just that like kind of cringy vague like oh i don't know i don't believe in a god i'm just spiritual like you know i mean that that, that drives me nuts but at least that's like something me too like i can get <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather you just be like i'm this and you're like okay like no i'm just kind of being a fucking annoying dude yeah you're no like, I, I don't I, really I, believe in any prescribed religions i just i'm very spiritual like, or or the okay. like like i just think that i think that all religions are true or you know it's just like that's stuff like uh, just, you know, I, yeah. I, I hate well, that most religions disagree with you so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right um uh or i love the ones the little tangent the ones are like i just think jesus was a really smart smart wise man i was like well to me, it's like if you actually read the shit that is accredited to Jesus, he was either the son of God or like he should have been locked in an insane asylum because he made some pretty, pretty crazy fucking claims. People always wasn't. do that, though. I do. I got to push back because it's always a go to for religious people. They'll say they'll say that they'll be like, yeah, well, he either was the son. Of, so he was either son of God or he was just a liar. Are you trying to say Jesus is a liar? And that's usually I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but. Like, people always try to boil it down to two positions. Like, no, there are a million other possibilities here. Like, a lot of people try to boil it down to these two. It's like, it could be that uh, over the course of, you know, thousands of years, maybe this was a few stories of real people who got incorporated to one. Maybe, I'm not even saying that's the case. I'm just saying there's a million different things that could be what Jesus has become in a colloquial sense. Especially since if you start looking into, like, actual accounts of his existence aside from the Bible, it gets it's pretty scant and most of them aren't actually i don't the last time i looked it's been a long time i don't even think there were any aside from the biblical accounts that were uh during his time like while he was alive i may be wrong on that but i remember there was some person who was like either 50 to 100 years after his death was the one that gets accredited to the most but my point being it's not this open and shut thing that one he exists and two he was either a liar or he was the son of god so there there's still a bunch of other uh, possibilities there. So well, I I'm, I'm, I'm not even trying to make a case against God's existence or Jesus' existence, but I'm just saying, logically speaking, that a lot of people try to boil it down to the simple logic right. point. I'm like, eh, not really. Well, now you've taken my <laughs> tangent and you're trying to lure me in my autism into an <laughs> argument, and I'm going to I'm going to dodge it and get back on topic. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I'm fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, before we got on the tangent, we were talking about, uh, shit. I don't even remember now. I'm so, so. I'm so like, yeah. <laughs> did did right. I really so, throw you off that bad? <laughs> you did. You did. So, um, 
we were, yeah, we're talking about the soul and we were talking about oh yeah where and so to me the, the part of atheism i have the hardest time trying to understand like if i was going like when i go through like the sort of intellectual exercise i'm like all right let me pretend you know suppose for a moment i don't believe in god and if i don't believe in god i let me suppose that i think that naturalism is the most probable worldview then it's like okay me trying to be as charitable as i can in this intellectual exercise i have a hard time conceptualizing where i would derive right and wrong from and why i would view humans as creatures with any sort of inherent value i guess which you might and, and now and to be and to be clear I'm not even trying to say that's what you would explicitly say, but I think that this is what humans implicitly do, whether they would, you know, acknowledge it or not. Um, so I have a heart that, that that is my hurdle. And that's sort of why I presuppose we have a soul. And this this will get into the later part of our discussion, which is uh, we were also going to talk about the question that like so so Malice, when he uh, he said this in, in a few different places when he's talking about like the difference between the left and the right. And it's like, the, the, how do you answer this question? Are there some people that are better than others? Which I think for me, I get hang, hung up on that question because. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I kind of say it depends. Like, Can we, yes, but no. I don't mean to cut you but, off, but you dropped a few things. I feel like I need to respond. Yeah, go to. ahead. Are you yeah. going to, I mean, if, if, it, if, if you feel like you want to keep going, I didn't know if you were leading into something else, but I'm like, are we just breezing over those two points? Cause I felt you asked me a question. <laughs> well, well so, 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 so I'm just kind of like explaining why I think this is an important first thing to establish yeah. or at least talk about is the soul. Because to me, it's like my views on if humans have souls sort of informs my answer to that question too. Yeah. So, but, but go on answer to the things I well, said and well, then you, let you, Dan, you, give James a chance to respond. You basically brought up two points and I, to boil them down, it's the morality question, you know, objective, subjective. How do you even de de derive a, a, a morality absent of a, a deity? Um, and then the other question would be like the whole like, oh, slipping into nihilism thing. For one, I think nihilism, okay, there's different types of nihilism. I feel like this one's the easiest one to address real quick. There are different types of uh, nihilism. There's uh, nihilism being the idea that, you know, nothing matters uh, or whatever. And there is a type of nihilism that is there is no like grand meaning as in there's no like God or deity or this thing that has a plan for your life. And you have this magical mapped out, you know, plan for your life or whatever. And like that doesn't necessarily denote that you would have a negative outlook on the world if that's the case because i actually do like that is my default belief because i haven't seen anything that has given me any any cause to believe that there is some magical uh, objective path for my life or meaning or whatever but absent of that i can say uh i mean i get to say that i get to create my own value which is fine by me and it i, I feel like it's in some ways depending on how you look at it, i actually feel like it's a lot freer way to look at the world that i'm not constantly looking for some meaning in the world looking for some path to go down if anything it's more grab life by the balls and go do what i want to do and i even if you were religious i think that to some extent that's actually a semi-decent good way to look at the world because it's almost this like uh even if there is a grand meaning for you it's also like i'm sure that you would say that god would want you to grab life by the balls and just do it it's just a matter of perspective type deal well i uh, could even i mean just to, to quickly interject there i could even say like, like, here's the thing. 
I could even like, let's say I leave God off the table, which like I, I don't actually do, but let's say I leave God off the table. I, I could almost in that intellectual exercise, I could give up the idea of God existing, um, especially like Christian God, but I'd have a hard time presupposing that, that naturalism was true. Um, and I guess that might be to, to be more specific. It's like, we can say there's no grand plan. Like it, it could almost be like a deist argument, right? Like there was some sort of creator, some kind of first cause. And there's some sort of, you know, there, there's, but, but I guess what I'm getting at is I have a hard time. This is going back to James question. Um, and, and maybe we should, I mean, I, I did interrupt you, so I'll let you finish. I do want to get James back in, but it's like, I have a hard time understanding how, people can think that the most what is most likely true is that reality is just material like I, I, again i'm not saying i can i'm not saying i can absolutely prove that it isn't that you know what i mean like yeah. again like there's no way for us to know but in terms of what is more probable i just i feel like we have more reasons to believe that it's probable that there's more than just what is material to reality and existence especially with things like the things we're talking about, like with consciousness, morality, and the idea of a soul, it's like, to me, it's hard to say that these are just complete, like, social constructs that don't point to something, um, you know, I, some kind of ghost in the machine. I mean, I don't see why they can't, especially, like, you were talking about this, this thing with souls, and Adam brought the point when it comes to ravens and stuff, and I'm not even saying... Uh, I, once again, I'm not asserting. I, I'm actually completely. If I actually had to make some sort of cosmic guess, I would think that somehow, somewhere, like I, I mean, like I, I guess, like it does make it a little bit easier in wrapping a bow if there's some sort of deist thing behind it. But the same point, I, I still won't call myself a deist just because of the fact that I wouldn't assert that because I don't fucking know. I just don't know. Sure. Yeah. Like, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. And and so to say I operate off of naturalism is just kind of like. That is the only thing I can operate off of because uh, – and I think we've had this talk before and how I derive my logic or like my starting point is my senses and it goes out from there. Uh, and, you know, like I – and that's how I interact with the world. So at the end of the day, this is the best thing I have to work with. It's not even I'm saying that this is all there is. It's just all that I have access to. So it's the so, okay, only thing so, I can operate off of and move forward from there. All right. So let me see if I can steal me on that and then I promise James I want to I want to get you into this. So Jesus. to steal me on that, when you, when you when you start when you when you get autistic people started, Jose, this is what happens. <laughs> I we haven't I'm even just, touched morality, just, which is the best I'm just one. I'm just on mute the entire hour and uh <laughs> You're and, just the and, eye candy, James, okay? Ja I mean Jacob Jacob has to get to the bottom of everything. You know, <laughs> well you can't just drop a... like three things and be like, Well, that's why I can be an atheist and then breeze on to the next thing. <laughs> go on sorry so yeah, so just to steal me on that um you're saying it's not that you would even say that you perhaps would even say sorry i'm repeating myself um let's let me put it this way what you're not saying is that you think it's more likely to be true that naturalism is true and that's all there is but that would be more accurate to say that the only way you know how to operate in the world is sort of by yeah uh in a sort of naturalist framework yeah. and that's what works for you yeah because anything else okay. is just kind of unproven it's so, not even so necessarily it's, unproven it's just kind of it's on faulty ground and that's not to say there aren't other things just like how do i in any accurate way incorporate that information into any useful way 
uh, you know, you know what I mean when it comes to like spirits or this or that. And t- until I can have some sort of other way to show some sort of semi tangible aspect of it, it's just like so why why would the, I incorporate it, that into my thinking? It, so, so so for you, it's less about the philosophical or scientific truth, more about the pragmatic utility, I guess. I guess in a sense, sort of. Okay. I, I also still, even on the other side, I haven't been convinced. Right. And even though I said I'm more open to the idea of like a deist thing or something, that also doesn't mean that like that I would just throw away my operandus mandi of, uh, of, you know, kind of like interacting with the material world based on like a materialist framework, what we know through science, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't mean I buy every single thing I've seen. It's just, the, it's the only, it's the best thing we got to work with. I mean, it's the, I mean, I'm the first one to call out all the COVID bullshit. So I know there are issues. It's not like I'm some trust the science fucker, but at the end of the day, like I know throwing in woo woo thinking, uh, where it really shouldn't be, and that's not to say those things don't exist, just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. I guess everyone just accuses you of being a materialist, and it's kind of like, well, I think in a lot of ways the religious people are pretty materialist too and don't even realize it because what person really actually takes that religious side of things and then, like, incorporates it to that degree? Like, I, I don't know, like, this is kind of like you're a, gonna have to just cut me off because I don't you know, know if we can real, hold back right. the autism man. <laughs> I, the only people I would say do would be like the orthodoxes or the uh, or the uh, presuppositionalists. So this would be the only people who I think aren't because everyone else is operating under that because they still do try to. A lot of them will try to argue God through logic and using material arguments and such. No one ever, hardly anyone, throws out and just goes, "Well, fuck all that science shit." Like yeah, very, it's like, the orthodox or presuppositionalist, and I can respect that. I'm like, okay, like at least that's a consistent way of thinking. It's you know? the era. It's the era that we live in. I mean, it's it's not like it's not like that's always been the case, Jose. I mean, the the fact that we're kind of on the tail end of the of the Enlightenment right now, um, it means that you have spent your entire life, and every book that you've ever re- read has been written in an era where people were making scientific arguments um that doesn't mean it's the only way to see things it's just the only way you've seen people see things i guess my point being though to to kind of get what you're getting maybe correct me if i'm not getting what you're getting at if someone started making a religious argument that wasn't uh, based in some sort of observable or logical proof or some sort it, it i mean cool you can have that talk to your blue in the face i just i don't know to what extent I'm really supposed to engage with that. Cause you're like, well, we're talking about these things that I don't really have a way of knowing. Um, maybe you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just, I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of my point that I'm getting at. It's like, and I feel like even most religious people, whether they realize it or not, basically operating uh, under a materialistic type, you know, way. And yeah. you may even agree with that. I, you know? I, 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 I agree with that. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think that, I, that, I mean, it's just what I just said. I, I think yeah. that pretty much everyone is a modernist. And so they come at it from a modernistic way of seeing things that started with the reformation really ramped up in the enlightenment. And uh, here we are, you know, two atomic bomb drops later um, and seeing the fruit of that. So that's, that's why it's one of the reasons why I kind of reject modernism um, I think I've swung a little too far to the postmodernism uh, direction at some points in my in my thinking, but uh, I definitely don't think that the hyper materialistic, um, like you know, Ayn Rand, Karl Marx, uh, 
Martin Luther type of. Do you, do you think the problem, James, is that like people like I think like one thing we have in common, and I think even Jose, we all have this in common, is that like like we just we're not ideologues. And I think like a lot of people, a lot of people fall into the trap of either like either having no principles at all or they become an ideologue. And I feel like what we all kind of sort of consciously do is we try to avoid both pitfalls and to try to, you know, even even with, you know, like, like I always try to even if there's like a philosophy or a doctrine, um, you know, or, 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 or like within Christianity, for example, a denomination that I disagree with. I always like I love that Jordan Peterson role. Uh, assume the person you're talking to knows something that you don't. And I always try to like, okay, like there's probably, you know, some wisdom or some, you know, glimmer of truth or, or, or something useful in, in this, even if I reject, you know, 95% of it. I mean, it kind of, it kind of like a, a good comparison is like at the beginning we were talking about, you know, uh, the, the various, like, you know, like, like Mises caucus or, then there was, you know, Andrew's, GOP stuff and there's agorism and like like you and I have both kind of like you know talked to a lot of these people and sort of explored mm -hmm. these different things we never really settle on one and I think the reason is like because I just uh, you know again maybe this is just my brand of autism I, I just I hate <laughs> I hate the uh uh the, the insistence that like you have to pick one strategy and that's your thing it's like I don't know like there are there are elements of all of them that I like and I think I think the real autist thing is that we all must do the same thing. Like, you know, that, that's been my, my intuition all along. And, you know, I even think, I think, but I think that, you know, so the parallel to that is um, what, to what you're talking about to, to bring it back, I guess would be that, um, you know, as far as like you were saying you rejected modernism, but then went too far to postmodernism. Like you, you got really, I guess you would say you, you went, you think you went too deep into that. And now you're trying to like, like come back and find, you know, is it just like a balance of both or is there a third option? Like, what are you trying to, to, I don't know. to get at now? I, well, so, you know, I mean, I, I think I've even been on your show to talk about integral theory and I don't know if that's the answer or not. Um, it's sort of a synthesis of not only modernism and postmodernism, but like everything, like every every ism going back to the beginning of time yeah. or at least at the beginning yeah. of civilization. Um, I think that's cool. I don't know. I mean, philosophically, I'm probably a Sternerite, like just complete egoist. Um, so we're always principled, <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, but, but then, but then practically the, the way that I think that that manifests and I think that other people should manifest that is something like conservatism. And I don't, I don't like that. I mean, you know, I, I, I fuck dudes. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird saying that, but, but, uh, okay. Like, Ruben. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dog didn't like that either. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, had a, I guess that was a dog whistle. I didn't mean to. I'm yeah, sorry. Apparently, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to mute till he stops barking. Someone just, someone just knocked on the door. Y'all talk. Um, no, but you know, it, it's funny. It's funny. You said that. Cause like, I think, like some people, I don't know why, but like most of the sterner people I encounter online are not like Jose, who like a lot of them are like they they just take it to like this cringe left thing, yeah. and and I don't know, like I feel like, uh, you know, I almost feel like there's something maybe at least a little sterner esque in the way I approach my my uh my my theology or whatever because like I I've listened to all the 
it's like Jose was talking about like people, the presuppositionalist or the people that try to reason their way to God. And I don't know. I like what is, what, some what of those presuppos- arguments. What are presuppositionalists? Y'all have mentioned that. Twice, okay. So presuppositionalists are like, are so it's kind of like. Can I explain it real quick? It's, I, I think it's I can do it. Like, it's like half clever and half retarded way to prove God yes. exists. Wait, are they the ones that are like given God, prove God? Pretty much. It's kind of like. Well, it's, it's sort it's of. Kinda, it kinda, the point I was getting at earlier, where I was, this is kind of what I was getting at, where I said, like, the way my logic works, and this is how a lot of people, I think most people derive their logic, is they start from a, a, the, what they can actually interact with. Because if you go beyond. If you go too far back, you end up in solipsism, which is I don't know, you've heard of it. It's the idea of that, like yeah. you're, it's like only you exist. Everything else is just a fantasy because it's kind of like what do you accept as evidence in this world of something, you know, being, you know, real or whatever. And most people start with their their fucking feelings, you know, their senses, and work out from there. Uh, and that's how most people interact with the world. Uh, presuppositionalists, their starting point, their starting point of logic is literally God. So that's yeah. why, and like. It sounds like it, it, I feel like until you see someone arguing it, then you're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Well, sometimes it really the, is uh, just a matter of go, go yeah. ahead. Well, sometimes the Cal- the Calvinist presuppositionalists, which I'm more familiar with, they actually start with the Bible, um, and 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 so sometimes people will straw me on Calvinists of like, you know, the the their God is the Bible, which like I, I that doesn't really apply to me, but for the presuppositionalists, it kind of is because they literally go like. We start with the Bible. Why? And like, so their their sort of assertion is because the Bible is the only thing that makes sense of reality. And why is it the only thing that makes sense of reality? Because it says it's the only thing that makes sense of reality. (laughs) And it and and it's just kind of like it is sort of circular. But what 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 they try to do, which which here's like the half clever part, is they sort of say, well, everybody is borrowing uh, moral language from Christianity and the Bible which is proof to its legitimacy. But, you know, that's sort of, you know... Or like, or the or Christianity is just using human nature and common sense to derive morality. True, true. There, there's that. I mean, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That that always felt like it was just sort of like pigeon shitting on chessboard to me. Um, and so I, I never really got into that. Um, the the frustrating like, part of their argumentation is that usually will commonly, you know, in arguing with atheists, uh, it'll ar- commonly be, oh, the, the go-to would be, well, see, you atheists, you guys, you guys just base, you guys have faith too. You base your uh, thoughts off of, at some point you have to take a leap of faith, you know, and like being like, because yeah, I brought up like, with our senses and you're like, okay, but your senses, basing off your senses is a little bit different. And even then to some logical degree, I will give you, grant you. This is based on a, an assumption. I'm making an assumption here. Yes, there's a leap of faith if you want to be technical. But th- there you go. Like, well, look, you're being illogical. I'm just starting my logic point at, at the Bible. And I'm, you know, just as logical yeah. as you, if not more logical. So the, 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 <laughs> It's basically like solipsism. If you say no, then God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, you're fucking illogical because you don't believe in solipsism. I'm like, right. I'm just not... I, I, I'm just saying all I have to operate off the world is my senses, and sure, there's a possibility solipsism is the thing, but I, I mean, who it's cares just kind if of this, it is? If it is, like who cares? This, yeah, it's intellectual masturbation. You're going down this yeah. <laughs> weird spiral quagmire, yeah. like what the if you're there. Yep. So, so um, but so yeah, then there's like the William Lane Lane Craig style of like apologists who try to be like really philosophical and and come up with these really good uh syllogisms and 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 proofs 
which I got into that for a little bit. But even then, like you, if you try really hard, you can usually find holes there and stuff and they're not perfect. Um, then there's like, there's some people that are like, well, I just use everything. I use all the arguments and I throw them all against the wall. And, you know, it's kind of like qu quantity over quality. It's yeah. like, I'm going to throw so much word salad out there. You can't possibly refute all of it. And therefore, I'll just claim I won the, the debate. So, it, you know, Christians are not really good at, at, at doing that. I yeah. basically take a Sterner-esque approach to why I believe in God. It's like, I believe in God because, like, I look at the world and I go, uh, I would prefer if God was real because I, 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 would, I think it makes reality make more sense and it makes uh, the human experience uh, better in my opinion. So it's like, it's, you know what I mean? And like, you know, especially from like, it, it's a very personal thing too. So it's like, you know, why would I, you know, it's like, even if I don't have the most sound argumentation for why I believe God exists, it's like, well, I don't, I don't care because I believe God exists and it brings meaning to my life and it, and it, and it makes sense of the world for me. So that that's all I need. Like yeah, it really well, is, is. It really is, is that I, simple. <laughs> this is where I respect the orthodox and the presuppositionalists because they will kind of, in a sort of flippant way, admit that it's not based off logic. And if you are coming from it from that perspective, it's like I don't really even have anything to pick at there. Even as yeah, an atheist, that's, that's not that I would. The... I'm not that kind of atheist. But it's still like, uh, there's like, okay, as long as you're accepting, like, it's like to some extent, I'm just doing this because I want to, and maybe it's a little bit logical, maybe it isn't. I don't really care. Well, to me, like, whatever. To me, that's like, to me, that's what genuine faith is right like because and, and i i hate the it's like it's faith it's not it's not science it's not i know this to be true it's like it's like you know i am choosing to believe this is true in the spite of not being able to prove it's true like to me that's sort of definitionally what faith is you know you know i i, I don't know like that's the way i look at it at least but so, give, given let's 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 move on let's move on um sure <laughs> i I am really curious to hear y'all's thoughts on this. Um, let's so let's let's presuppose <laughs> that <laughs> some people are better. Back than on others. presuppositionalism, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't mean like Michael Jordan's better at basketball than me, but like some people are better either because uh, through some action or through some in inherent virtue. I don't know what that might be, um, but that people some people are better than others. What does that mean to you? And how, like, like, I guess the question becomes, what is like the purpose of, of a human? Like, not what's Jose's purpose and what's Jacob Daniel's purpose and what's my purpose, but like, what is the telos of humanity? I mean, whatever you would... want to be at an individual level, I already kind of addressed that, I guess. But I mean, when I hear that question too, I just think like, I, I guess when someone says is, is, are some people better than others? I don't. I, I immediately just assume they mean by some given metric. Obviously, I'm sure if we could cosmically add up all the attributes of every individual person, they'd probably end up being somewhat even. Because I'd say generally, even the worst of people usually make up for it in other ways, sort of. But even then, I'd say some people are better than others. But I mean, so far as like a telos, what like what is the purpose of humanity or people in general? I mean, I, I don't like. I think that's up to the individual to determine. So if I guess if by your metric are some people better than others, if, if you're better at being able to make a makeshift tent, then yeah, a homeless guy's going to be better at it. But even then by that hierarchy, yeah, I mean, I, I hear it. I just, I immediately assume someone's saying by 
X metric, and it's not it's not even like a given thing. So okay, uh, so yeah. do, uh, so does LB, who I've talked to the most about mm -hmm. this. Um, so to me, that when I'm posed with that question, my immediate response it's not a speech or a yes or no. It's at what? That's what I'll that's what I'll yeah. ask somebody. Uh, my answer could be could be considered a Catholic answer or maybe just a strict biological answer. But my answer is to be fruitful and multiply. That's that's what I think the telos of humanity is. He gave <laughs> a speech. He's a fucking. Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we knew that. Um, yeah, I think, Jacob, that I'm I, I'm a little bit in agreement with you. So like. Speaking biologically, the telos of like any species is to propagate, I, I guess. Well, yeah, I was trying to say like, so it's that. like that's the biological part of it. It's like it, it's almost like a well, duh. But like, is there something more? Which I guess there so, is. I would add to that, but I guess like first and foremost, I think that's the most basic answer. Yeah. You know what? The funny thing is, this is I've brought up before. Uh, I've mentioned multiple times how I'm like a Sternerite atheist, but yet I still somewhat kind of end up having roughly the same values as like a Christian conservative. And it is kind of it right here. I would even admit this. Yes, when it comes to like biology, yes, fruitful and multiply. That is at the end of the day, that is like at our core. And and I will agree that like on an individual level, you can kind of determine your own purpose. But it's going to be somewhat, if not largely driven by biological factors as much as you try to fight it. Well, uh, this you is, are this is, a human being. So. And this is where uh, Jordan Peterson, the, the great postmodernist, um, as James likes to call, likes to, to, to in, a, in a trolling way, call him. Um, no, no, you know, no. I'm in, I'm entirely sincere when I say that. No, no. I know. Oh, I know. But I mean, it's trolling. It's it's, it's trolling, trolling in a way that okay. it's trolling in a way because like he doesn't think he is. So right. Okay. But but no, I, I kind of agree with you because if you go back and listen to his his like his first debate with Sam Harris, he's basically making a postmodern argument about like truth. Which, in a way, is sort of something that I, I kind of agree with, in a sense, because he's like, well, something is true if it, like, promotes the flourishing and survival of the species, and it's not true if it doesn't, which, you know, I know a lot of people have criticized him for kind of like he's obfuscating the, the meaning of the word true, but um, but but I don't know. It's To me, it's like, you know, I, I think there's a reason why Christianity, and I think, you know, to be fair, especially Catholicism, because... Let's let's face it. Presbyterians are not influencing culture, um, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, not that not that the Catholic Church has been perfect, but the Catholic Church has been the most influential in you know the you know at least you know our civilization, roughly speaking. And you know, I think that you know, to me, that's the second best argument for why I believe souls exist and why I believe. You know, and this, and then this, and then I'll you know answer the question: Are some people better than others? But the reason why I think souls exist is because believing souls exist and believing in these things are what are the best for our species. Which you might not think, you know, Jose is a is an argument for why God is real or why you should believe in this stuff. But you do sort of agree, like you agree that I those agree are the values. That. I will, that, I will, yeah. I agree with both those things you just said. That is not a proper <laughs> argument for the truth of it, but it's a great argument for a sociological thing, like for like groups. And I actually completely agree with that in a sense. I think I like the way I see it, ideally it'd be best if somehow magically you could get everyone to be, have a, a rational worldview of something that I would think would be more rational, not religious, etc. 
but I accept that most people aren't going to put in the intellectual right. legwork and, to and get here's, there. And here's, it's a lot and here's easier to have a religion and go, here you go. <laughs> All right. And so this is this is my my edgy, like, uh, I don't know, it might be edgy. I don't know if it is or not. Here's what I'm getting at. Yes, some people are better than others. And that's why we need religion, because we have a lot of people who are who are who are stupid, <laughs> which like this is basically like so Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson then had like six more talks. And this is basically the conclusion they came to in all and like the, all their hours of talking with Jordan Peterson basically saying religion has to be true or at least you have to act like it's true because like people are too stupid and yeah. society is too stupid to function without it. Yeah. I just take I basically just take that and go. Like I make one assertion past that, which is like, well, if we need it to survive, I I choose to 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 think that there must be something deeper to it. Yeah, that, that's no, basically I, all I'm doing. I uh, agree. Uh, I got. I think it was actually uh, one of Reed's episodes. I believe he had like uh, Phil Labonte on and somebody else, and they were talking about like uh, religion and in the context of like the founding or whatever, because that, that's like a common place people go and be like, oh, you need a religious nation to have a good blah 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 and. A lot of people will point out how religious the United States was around like uh, the the founding, and then some people will claim the founders religious. Some people will claim they weren't. Uh, I mean, a lot of them weren't. And then, uh, but the main takeaway I got from that discussion was like, yeah, there were a lot of religious people, and then the people, the elites, you know, whether you want to call them natural or otherwise, were the ones who maybe some were, maybe some weren't. Like and like, okay, maybe there is something to the fact of. Maybe we need some sort of quick, easy, you know, uh, thing of this is okay, this isn't for essentially the peasants, if you will. Whereas it's okay for some of the higher ups uh, or the people who are the movers and shakers to have a little bit more nuance to their thinking. <laughs> I, I, it, maybe maybe that makes me like condescending to the masses, but it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, um, and I don't want to get James' reaction too to to what I said, but like one. One thing Jordan Peterson said to make it a bit more humble than what he said, well, the, well, the thing is, though, like none of us are at the top or smart over the entirety of our life. Like there's some people that rise to the top, but then like, you know, the, the, the it's very rare for someone to rise to the top and stay at the top like forever. And, and you know, some people are they they make a series of like smart decisions, but but they're, you know, usually at some point going to end up back at the bottom again and. Uh, you know, in a sense, it's like even the people who might not intellectually, you know, believe in it and need it, they they still sort of need it in a sense that like they wouldn't be able to do that, you know, climbing up the hierarchy if the society wasn't, you know, embedded in that ethos to begin with. Does that does that make sense? It's sort of like they like they they can only get by not believing it if the majority of the other people believe it. Otherwise. They would not be really afforded that that luxury. I think. I don't know. That's you may have lost me a little bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you. Well, like, that like through. when you said, like the people at the top can basically get away with not with, with sort of. I wouldn't say get away. Eating. I guess maybe uh, just more the fact that they would have. They'd be uh, when it comes to the masses and then the elites that are kind of pushing culture. Uh, you know, whether they're natural or otherwise, I I, I do think there is some utility to having a. Uh, some sort of quick and easy, and I'm not even saying in an authoritarian fashion, if it's just kind of the, even if it happens naturally, culturally, I do think there is probably some just, sort of advantage to that. But I think the other thing is there's an advantage to having the elite uh, be involved in the the pushing of that 
of the of the religion because otherwise i think that's when they're not i think that's i think that's when there's something i think that that can be i think when society starts to sort of walk away from it a little bit is when it becomes like when the and this reminds me of a conversation you and i had james like i think maybe the first or second time you came on my show which was like like what's the problem with our with with the church right like the institution of a church and why why has why have so many people been walking away from it and it's like that you know i feel like the problem is the church has not been it's 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 not been updating itself in a meaningful way and the only efforts it seemingly has tried to make have been to try to change itself to be more like the world the which church, is like <laughs> yeah the church the church and this is very broadly speaking um you know whether it's the i mean basically everybody but the orthodox really have been trying to pour new wine into old wineskins and it just doesn't work yeah. um i think that though we given that we are at the end of and I, and I truly firmly believe this this is why i keep just asserting it rather than rather than just like making an argument for it and if you want to hear an argument for it listen to like literally every other podcast appearance i've ever done in my life but given <laughs> given that we're that we're nearing the end of this modern age and entering into a new um kind of more incorporeal spiritual type age uh which is you know which is which is why the political movements are are coming into into the fore right now because you know when you think about it electoral politics is really sort of a materialist kind of thing whereas activism is more of a moralistic um immaterial type of thing uh and so that's why you've got this rise of populism on the right the rise of wokeness on the left um and these are all sort of just competing religions at this point though yeah exactly um (laughs) and and, and, or they're they're or they're like we're we're seeing that like I think you're right. We're at the end of one age and moving into another, and like we can see that tran- we're seeing that transition happening happen right now in front of us because mm-hmm. so many of these things that have nothing that that aren't really re- like re- religious in a traditional sense are more and more embodying a religious. Well, and uh, or- orthodoxy is yeah. like the only brand of Christianity that just never abandoned that. Um, they, they've continued to have the aging wine and the old wineskins. And so that's why orthodoxy is really the only brand of Christianity that's kind of growing right now, at least in my opinion. Um, that's more of an assertion that I would need to probably back up with something, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think like my answer to the Telos question, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be exploring this a lot more on my show with future guests. But um, it kind of clicked with me with Andrew, actually. We were talking about um, like, you know, why is like, why is my lifestyle, the fact that I live with a guy and, you know, we live a pretty conventional, like we live like straight people. Like, it's not like we're out, um, like there's, there's a few stereotypes of gay people. Like, you know, they have fist fights in their front yard because there's so much testosterone in the house. Um, they're, they're completely promiscuous and open and, you know, they're fucking everybody on the block. They're always on grinder, et cetera. Um, and we're like nothing like that. We're like, just a very conventional, you know, we kind of know our neighbors, um, cook dinner every night and mind our own business kind of, kind of couple. So why are we degenerate? And the answer was not that, that we are degenerate. The answer is that degeneracy is kind of inherent in this lack of procreation, this lack of propagation of the species. Um, my, 
my kind of twisting so that was andrew's that was andrew's answer like the the slippery slope is basically always right um it's my, kind of a soul thing too you know it's a if you I mean if you don't mind me jumping in like yeah. uh soul kind of makes a point when it comes to like certain races because there's a lot of people give like hop shit about like degeneracy stuff and it's like yeah, gonna, are you really are, yeah are, are you really like i really have a hard time taking people seriously if you're like if, if i was are you really trying to tell me that statistics for these given you know what we can borderline objectively say are bad things aren't higher in these certain communities than in others and it doesn't mean every single person within that given community is bad i mean it's just kind of the bell curve thing when it comes to like race stuff and shit like Like, it's not saying anything about that but if you're to make a quick and fast judgment based on this external characteristic there are some logical things you can perchance you know maybe reasonably come to you know well like, and and the the, the other thing kind of is that um when you when you look at the word degeneracy like its root is in like uh anti-birth basically um yeah so so it kind of makes sense that that would be that that would be the answer but the way that i twist it a little bit is that degeneracy as opposed to as opposed to i guess generacy really is talking about building and birthing society rather than individual human beings. And so, you know, if you are being pro-social as opposed to anti-social in your individual dealings, then you aren't by definition being degenerate. At least I kind of hope that that's the case because I don't like to think of myself as degenerate, obviously. I I think that, I think that hopefully most people don't. Um, And if they do, but, but there, there are some people who do kind of relish their degeneracy. Yeah. Um, Well, they try to promote it. You know what I mean? Like they try to, they almost try to evangelize it. And that's almost like, (laughs) what's the name of that rapper that he had the concert with the devil, like devil imagery. And then a bunch of people died at the concert. It was like last summer in Austin, I think. world, is it? No, that's not right. Well, anyway, so that happened. I have a friend who he's like, he's like an anti-theist. He's not a Satanist per se, but um, he's one of those people who thinks that God is evil and all religion. Yes, I also evil. know Will Bell. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know Will Bell. Is he a, is he a libertarian? I think I might've heard the name. He's the other, he's the other atheist on the capitalist I, I, community. Real quick. I, oh. I can't say this enough. Satanists are just cringe atheists. Just so you guys know. all know out there. That's all they are. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm Book saying, ball. like I'm saying, Will Bell. No, I'm just <laughs> well, okay. So in, in any case, he, so he's not, he, he's an anti-theist is how I would, is how I would term him. Um, oh yeah. Wasn't there somebody who had like, like infant blood, like baked into their shoes or something like that? Oh yeah, that was some rapper. I do remember that too. Yeah. So know. anyway, all these rappers did all this. All, the, all these rappers <laughs> did all this satanic stuff last year. It was, it was gimmicky and stuff. But but my friend was like celebrating it. He 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 was like, yeah, well. Oh, and the other thing is, all these rappers were also like um, sexual. Uh, I I don't know if they're like pansexual or bi or whatever they would call themselves, but they certainly weren't. Like you know, wholesome heterosexuals having they sex with only women. <laughs> yeah, they fuck a lot and they fuck anything. Yeah, um, which you know, whatever to each his own. But um, they were they were definitely promoting what I would term degeneracy because uh, they were they were promoting things that tear down society. And so, if there is an antichrist, that's what I that's that's what I think it is. And that's yeah. why I that's why I think that leftism today like what we're calling leftism or wokeism or whatever is the 
current like opposition to Christianity. And insofar as Christianity buys into it, whether it's the Pope talking about climate change or the, you know, Methodist church down the street from me with, you know, the rainbow flags hanging from the flagpoles, um, it is contributing to that antichrist message. And I, so I think that even, even if, you know, a particular, thank you, Audrey, Travis Scott and Lil Nas X was the shoes. Um, the, uh, insofar as a Christian church promotes this stuff, um, they are promoting the antichrist. And so, you know, I, I, I cringe at that a little bit and not cringe in like the, Oh, you just made a bad joke, but cringe in the, like, uh, you're bringing about the end of the world, my friend. Like, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, and I, I'm not religious really, but, uh, I think that religious people should be. I do like how that's a metaphor that works even in a secular sense though. Like that, all of that pretty much. But I agree. Yeah. 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 So, no, yeah, yeah, and I think that's exactly what, you know, like you brought it up, Jose. I was gonna say it too. Like this is who everyone freaks out about about what Hoppe says. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. It seems to me like yeah. very so I mean it's like if if everyone in the species doing X would cause the species to die out, then you know, you should at least you know <laughs> yeah. you should at least have somewhat of a, you know, I don't know, like yeah. there's definitely a high like you can't not mod, you can't not label that as a higher time preference behavior well, than it, it, at least in comparison right like yeah and the <laughs> the other thing is you got to keep in mind when Hoppe's saying this he's saying this in the in the in the context of how to go about creating like a private covenant society or some shit. yeah and so it's like yeah. and like p- people get all offended by this but if you look at the current state of things under a uh status paradigm in a nation when it comes to border control how the fuck do they like they do it based on race, based on nationality, based on this. And it's just insanely fucking arbitrary. So, like, at least if we're going to base it off of these characteristics, if you're going to have a private like anarcho, you know, covenant city or whatever the fuck, like, wouldn't it make sense if you're going to have if your rules weren't arbitrary? If you're like, hey, here's this one community of people that we can make the terms of they're not allowed to come in here. They're not invited. And these people have an 80% uh, or a, they, they have a 60% uh, likelihood of being involved in fatal crimes, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Like, wouldn't that make sense? And I love to get offended because that has some implications that goes along with it. It's like, but if you're a community that's making quick and fast rules, I'm sorry. Like, I, it just, it's the most logical thing to do if you think about it. If you're being restrictive about who comes in and who, who doesn't. I mean, I'm sure you can use other factors in the future aside from the uh, the uh, those characteristics. You can look at job performance. You can look at all sorts of other things. But at the end of the day, the, if all you have is that basic information, there is things you can uh, figure out based on that information, the, the, the likelihood of things to be, you know? So, And that doesn't necessarily mean because of that given characteristic that they are that. It just means for whatever reason or another, whether it's cultural, biological, at that given point in time those certain demographics are more prone to x y and z so it's just Uh, as it is (laughs) audrey asked a question for you james which i know i think you guys talked about this a little bit at the uh pa convention a little bit but um so for my audio listeners i'll I'll read it. it says nothing more annoying than left libertarians wanting me to flaunt my transness and support gender autonomy planks do you get the same james being gay and do you and do they tell you you hate yourself? 
Um, I don't get it anymore because they know me. Uh, I was I was definitely when I was a Republican, I was definitely approached by the log cabin Republicans. Um, and when I switched over to the LP, I was approached by outright kind of a lot. Um, they know where I stand now, um, for the most <laughs> part, or at least enough of them do that I don't get approached. I now, whether I whether they tell me I hate myself, yes. Um, just even as recently as last year or whenever it was that the, the LNC was having these big zoom meetings where they were, you know, God, I don't even remember what it was about, but, um, where you got up and defended Josh Smith and, and people came after you. I don't remember. Honestly, okay. I was, I was very drunk. We had been, <laughs> we had been at a twins at a twins game that day. So I was already drunk. And then I started drinking when we got home too. Um, but I, I ranted about how, you know, I'm a gay member of the Mises Caucus. I've never gotten anything but love in the Mises Caucus and acceptance. Like, um, and Audrey, your, your, your experience is similar, uh, I, I imagine. Um, like, sure, they don't, they don't ask me to be the token, but I don't want to be the token. And so then that, that kid, this was the same time that Jeremy Kaufman got in trouble for saying the thing about uh that that 15 year old would would so probably suck looked, his dick because yeah, he looks like yeah he sucked my dick. <laughs> uh so that was he, he when jeremy coffin put that in the chat it was that kid whose name i can't remember um ranting about me and like i mean the kid first of all like you don't know how old he is when he's on the screen so jeremy it's not like jeremy was sexually harassing a minor yeah. Uh, or the, at least thing people no, get mad at, sexually harassing a the, minor. The, the thing people get mad at is that you double down after being told that, which I'm like, oh, why? Which is still, like, which is so still not, which is still not, but it's still right. not well, like it's stupid, but it's still not him trying to court a minor for sexual favors. Just, just, okay, well, in any case, <laughs> in any case, this, this, this boy gets on screen wearing lipstick telling me that the reason that uh, I feel accepted by the Mises caucus is because I'm their token and uh, you know, I only feel accepted because they pretend to accept me and all this other bullshit. Um, and I, I reject that completely, like completely and unequivocally. Um, the, wh why, why are we even talking about this? Oh, right. Audrey. Yeah. Cause we have a guy uh, out here. No, I'm <laughs> You're here. You might as well talk about gayness. Um. Well, but I think I think the reason is so we were talking about like what what separates us from like the the more woke types. And honestly, I think one of the things is that people like you, James, and people like Audrey, it's like you don't fall into that weird religion where like you, which I think that when they do it, that's when it makes those yeah. things degenerate because they're doing it in this weird religious evangelistic way. And also this like super cringy way where it's like, hey, the most interesting fact about me is that I'm transgender or that I'm gay, yeah. which is like if I said, hey, guys, I'm I'm straight. It's like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> well, and it's just like it has nothing like one of the most least interesting things about a person is like where they want to stick their junk. And I'm sorry, people like that. And I don't I don't know if this is just an, a part of their personality and like something that, you know, we just kind of we're going to need to accept or or what. But for people like that, it is the 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 pursuit of power over other people is just that's their that's their their goal. Um, it's that's always yeah. been the goal of progressives and the left. Uh, and I literally met a, a, one of one of these 
Wokertarians last night on a Zoom call, and they were and they literally spent five minutes explaining to me all the different th- activist things they do, and ninety percent of them were like uh, trans things, including like one really was like they were like, oh, and I started a local ch- a a uh, a a what is it a leather uh bd uh was a bdm something uh awareness group in my community i was like what i was like what the f-? <laughs> like again it's like it's this people take the this shit and then turn it into this weird like they they literally are like turning it into a religion where like they have to go out there and find like i gotta find more people that that can join into my 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 weird kinks and do them with me well and and fair enough like i would love i would love if i had like a right-wing gay group that i could that i could hang out with here in the twin cities i don't know if it i don't know if it exists or not um i think that would be cool to have that kind of that kind of camaraderie that's that exists somewhere other than online um and you know who knows maybe i'll form it but on the other hand, I don't need it to, I don't need it to like mix with what I'm doing as a libertarian or as a, an entrepreneur or, um, yeah. you know, as someone who supports candidate X, Y, or Z. Um, it's just another aspect of my, of my personality. The fact that that person brought it up in whatever venue it was that you were in, um, is a little weird to me. Yeah. It, it was part of, a supporting a, a, a candidate for office. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, it was it, it was weird. I just I just I was I don't even know how to respond to any of those. <laughs> Literally got off the call like five minutes later because I was just like, yeah, this is just kind of. If I said anything, it would just turn into an argument. But but yeah, so I, I guess we we got, we've got off on so many tangents. I, I want to try to let's let's try to make sure oh, yeah, we we've properly answered the question. Are there later. some people who are better than others? I don't think that I really did. James really <laughs> give an answer? I don't think James really gave an answer. So we should give him a chance to answer his own questions that he, he asked us to answer. Sure. I think that if the answer is yes, it means that the people who are better at building society rather than tearing down society. Um, so those who are not wedded to de- degeneracy are mm-hmm. the ones who are better than others. Uh, I'm still a little bit uncomfortable saying it, but if the answer is yes, that's why. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I It's, it's one of those tough things because there, there's something in me, and and and, and honestly, Audrey's earlier comment um, has been bouncing around in my head too because that that kind of uh, you know resonates with my 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 uh, my more reformed Calvinist leanings. Um, but, uh, yeah. I knew you were gonna put that damn chat up. I was yeah. like, oh, he didn't see it. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> no, but it's it, it, no, but it is interesting. Um, just if there's some people that are better than others, it's like, well, how, how extreme does that go? Um, and, and I don't know. See, I don't, I don't want it to be, here's the thing. Like I've always kind of, and you know, I've, I've, I've sometimes from the, you know, this is the part of the conversation where Jose is just like, no idea what we're talking about, but like, I mean, you might have an idea, but he doesn't care as much. Um, but like, even though I, I, I have that reformed lean, I've, I've sometimes, I used to refer to myself as a four point Calvinist. Because I believed in the T, the U, and the I and the P, but I didn't believe in the L. I didn't think the atonement was limited. So they, they call so it's basically a fancy way of calling yourself a universalist. You call yourself a four point Calvinist. Um and I don't know. I still I still go back and back and forth on that. I have no idea. Um but but it's just the idea, like in the Christian sense, like if you believe that there are some who 
don't get saved. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that That's another interesting thing. And, and, and then you get into the whole, you know, trying to understand how God, like, you know, how, how can God love somebody? He's got a dick. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, it, it, these, are, these, are, these are tough questions. Like, if God loves everybody equally and and sent Jesus down on the cross to die for everyone equally but not all are saved this Maybe is my he just really doesn't is... like Jesus much <laughs> <laughs> um someone tell knock off bane i hate him gay knock bane, off gay him. bane what i mean i don't, I don't know don't... this guy thinks he's a comic i don't, I don't like, get it man you, you didn't sick it <laughs> i mean we do have a gay dude, but I don't get any Bane vibes from him. I hope he's not talking about me. That's not nice. Well, how, I, but I don't even get the Bane thing. I mean, you have a nice voice, but it's not quite a Bane voice. <laughs> know, like... Is he talking about... No, he wouldn't it's be talking about Bill jacket? Gates. He's not. I So is today... It, is it I... my jacket? I don't... Jacket? Oh, your jacket. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, 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 that, hey. that, was a, that was a reach dog. <laughs> Jacob, read read Audrey's read Audrey's chat that you put up there that I commented on you putting up there because uh, I, I mentioned it and you didn't read it for the audio listeners. Oh, um, Michael Malice's point about some people not having souls, i.e., the blue pill that will never take the red pill. Uh, I could see that in some ways fitting in with the concept of predestination. Yeah, this is. I mean, this isn't what we plan. I mean, it kind of is, I guess. Like, Doesn't that make it why... fucked up that God created those people in the first place knowing they would go right to hell? I mean... Yeah, it's... it is. If you're... if you're, <laughs> Calvinists are so fucked up, dude. Like, did God really... I mean, maybe he did create the blue-pilled, blue-pilled, but, like, that can't be his... Okay, but then, but then that means that God fails to save some people, which is, like... So that means God isn't omnipotent or all powerful like god or like god no no jacob we are an hour and 20 minutes into this recording <laughs> but but free choice. Wait, but is free choice even real if we look Jesus at my own right <laughs> i mean if you think about how brains work it's really like a formula <laughs> Jose, jose's two beers and like at least one hit on his vape i'm i'm two white russians in we're not we talking about fucking do this let's talk about free will let's do the free will discussion it's free will real guys <laughs> But, well, well, this is the funny thing where the uh, like Calvinists end up like sort of accidentally siding with the hardcore naturalists who believe in hardcore biological determinism. <laughs> it's like you know, like you know, uh, unintended allies. But you see, I don't, I don't know. I just I, this is this is why I still lean lean reformed because it's like I, I don't know if there's a good answer out there. I would I would love to see it. I just I have not yet yet seen it and i guess some people say well it makes god evil or the author author of evil but then it's like to me like how can you say god is evil without having a definition of evil that isn't just subjective i've got like a... if god if god is it's you know what i mean it's like you're almost you're you're trying to presuppose <laughs> like moral language that like again like if you're a naturalist where do you get it from we're at hour 20 we can do the deep where do you get your morality or whatever from no but, I, I, uh, I think james wants to get out of here a reasonable time man, yeah man. i know I, I know so i woke up i woke up at like three in the morning this morning I, we went to bed late last night anyway because i was on adam's show and then i needed to kind of decompress from that so 
I, I woke up at like three in the morning. Oh, and we had Taco Bell, as everybody who watched Adam's show knows. I was drinking out of a Taco Bell cup the entire time. Um, and oh, so I had like just the worst diarrhea of my life because I'm 39 years old and I can't eat Taco Bell anymore. And I haven't come to grips with that fact yet. Uh, so I'm just on the toilet all night and I finally go back to sleep at about seven on the couch after I've woken up once almost late to work it was i'm just so exhausted right now and also i'm a little bit tipsy and uh my stomach's better though so that's good what were we talking about right tulip um i have a catholic article and i i can't find it and every time i talk about four-point calvinism and how you used to be one um it reminds me of this article and i've got to find it for you it's from a catholic protest uh, catholic convert from probably presbyterianism because all calvinists are really presbyterians uh and he goes through he goes through tulip and translates it into catholicism and how like it's actually compatible um i think you'll like it I'll, I, if i can find it i think it's from a defunct magazine so it's probably just like at archive.org but uh if i can find it i'll, I'll send it to well, you well that's why like you know honestly like i still pretty much i mean like i here's the thing i don't have certainty in anything obviously but i don't have even close to certainty on four point calvinism but it's what I it's what I want to believe is true. Can you explain what four point Calvinism is for me? All right, so real, just real okay, quick. okay, really a two quick. Two minute elevator pitch. Five, I'm five point. With you. I guarantee five, this is like an hour lecture. <laughs> Please five, don't. Five, no, it's not. So five point <laughs> Calvinism. Real, real Calvinism is five point I, Calvinism. The so joke real, here, real... <laughs> Jacob, was that I was going to give you on a long spurg about something <laughs> extremely niche, Wait. and you're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Jacob, can I can I go through Tulip and try to re, try to see if I can remember it? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so t the T in tulip is for total depravity, which means that like humans are just completely filthy and incapable of saving ourselves. Is that yes. is that close enough? Yeah. The U is un. Uh, fuck, I I've already forgotten it. What's the What's the U? Um, isn't looking good for you, James. Unconditional <laughs> election. Unconditional election, right? So like, uh, the elect are the elect, and the unelect are the unelect, and nary the twain shall meet. Um, L is limited atonement, which means that Jesus only died for some people. <laughs> yeah. Only the Jews, uh, guys. Back it up. <laughs> he meant when he said chosen people, he fucking meant it. You guys are screwed. Um, the I, the I stands for irresistible grace, meaning that if you're elect, you can't say no. Uh, and the L or the P. The P is perseverance. Perseverance. I'm, I'm just going to say, all oh, right, that, perseverance of the saints. The yeah. P is once saved, always saved. I'm just going to go ahead and say, and I was make you mad, but that is straight up retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I could like have a field day just with like atheist logic on that shit. Like at least like with with like fucking orthodox. Like I I respect the fuck out orthodox. So it's like, yep, this is what it says. And you're like, well, you want to argue about it? Like, no, that's fucking retarded. This is what this says. And you're like okay <laughs> I, I can live with that we don't we can just move on we don't have to talk about this like, well, but, right. but, but but now that you know what they are a four-point calvinist denies um limited ato atonement which basically means that you think that god just basically it's just like it's like a super fancy way of saying that you believe that when jesus died on the cross that he saved everybody and everyone goes to heaven regardless of anything else so i think um, that i think that catholic um is it soteriology? Yeah. I think that um, separates atonement from salvation. So, so so atonement is universal, whereas salvation isn't necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, 
See, is it soteriology? Is that salvation theology? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. See, I don't even, I don't even, like, what happens after you die is just like, none of us, like, we barely know what the fuck's going on here in front of us right now. It's like, I, I have, I have no idea. What I do know is that living my life devoted to Jesus Christ and believing what the Bible says makes my life better. And I think it makes society better. That's just, I don't know. That's just good enough for me. Everything else yeah. is like, I'm not saying it's unimportant, but like, it's just, it's sort of like just diving deep into the finer points of theology and, and stuff, which like, yeah, that can be fun, but it's also like, you know, one of the reasons like I, I love, like, even though I'm a Christian, like I, I, I love having these conversations and having people like Jose on and, and, and talking to Reed and all them is because like, I don't need, like, I don't need everyone to have the same views that I do to be to acknowledge the fact that like we're in a we're in a foxhole right now and like the enemy's marching towards us and like you know like i have the ammo and i need to hand it to jose so he can gun down the people coming towards us and it's like i'm not gonna sit here and have a freaking debate over like you know but like am i freely giving you this ammo or was i predetermined to give you this ammo it's like I don't know. Like, let's talk about that shit later when we're not like, you know, about to get fucking like dragged off to the gulag or something. You know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, it's it, it, it's fun conversations to have, but like, we all like, you know, as much as we all differ on like some of these things, we share ninety nine percent of like the same values. Yeah, which is like. I I also would say uh, I basically agree with everything you just said. Uh, the only difference would be is I just don't want to be that guy who does it. I, I think it's great if most other people go to church and they derive their logic from that because I don't have great faith in the human race. And so I like the idea of a what I see as a somewhat antiquated type book that has a very a, a pretty rough uh, you know set of morality, especially get viewed through a modern lens. And so you know what? I think that people should go to town on that. That's great. You know, that's the way I see it. Like, I mean, I, obviously, like, I, I I don't see that as being necessary to have a good life, but I can see how many people do, and I'm fucking all for it. Like, I think more people should get into religion, honestly. Well, <laughs> and, then, and, like, the other thing is, like, you know, I have my, I guess, cringe Calvinist theology, as James would put it. Um, and I didn't uh, put it that way. I, think I know. I Bradley know. said that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh, oh no, he said Calvinist nonsense. Yeah, I, yeah. I just saw no. his joke. I, I saw your joke about me being short earlier too, James. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> good, good. Um, but Yo, like, if you're if you're listening to this on the audio, you need to go watch the YouTube video. Yeah, Chats honestly, these conversations, yeah, like they just putting yeah. it on the audio, just like it probably just hurts people's heads. But um, I usually I usually listen on the audio. I I never know what's going on in the chat unless I'm actually on your show. But um, I, I don't know, like. I cannot contest the fact that, like, as much as, like, I don't know, I've had this infatuation with Reformed theology for the past couple years, but, like, it it hasn't impacted culture, like, one bit. Like, in, or at least, like, in not even, and in, even in the limited ways it has throughout history, it hasn't really positively impacted culture. So, I mean, to me, it really just, like, I don't know, I have my theological reservations, I guess, but I still kind of... I look towards it. I, I kind of just like I'm. I'm at the point now where I'm like, the most useful tool right now is either it's between Catholicism and Orthodox, or if I can if if I can dual wield them and, and not be declared a heretic, I would do that. But I don't. <laughs> um. What uh? 
what did Audrey say here? I'm convinced the wine Jesus made at the wedding at Cana was laced with magic mushrooms. I love some of these theories, the ones that uh, come about <laughs> like that. Uh, the no. people who try to go to great lengths to explain like the burning bush. They're like, well, maybe he had this one hallucinogen. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool theory. I mean, I don't know. Probably bullshit, but whoa, what just happened? Where did our hosts go? Yeah, it's our show Jacob? now. All right, let's oh, go man. on about fucking uh, stoned ape theory and shit like that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's the thing that happens. Like as as cultural trends happen, they get like ported onto the Bible. So you know, Jesus was gay, and yeah. now Jesus was on mushrooms because that's what everybody likes. I just uh, think I fake and gay. <laughs> I mean, do you, no, how, David, how... no. Li- listen, listen, D- David Bradley Brady Brady put is Ian Crossland right when he says all the biblical people were wigged out during the events of the Bible? That is no, they weren't. That is the most ridiculous thing. Ian everything Ian Crossland says is wrong. That's what you that's that's the that's the moral of that yeah. story. I mean maybe they were, but I the... I wouldn't take it based on Ian's word. <laughs> Ian Crossland is is wigged out. That's 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 what he does. He he just fucking he gets high and he just says the most off the wall ridiculous things on Timcast. I don't know why he seems like even Bob Murphy has fallen for it. Like what he's not some deep thinker, he's just a dumb stoner actor. Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's my opinion of David Ian Crossland. Why don't you ask me what I think of Dave Rubin? Oh my gosh. I love brutally honest James. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I have nothing to disagree with you. <laughs> what? All right. So I got I got one last question for, for both of you, and then uh probably probably call it call it quits after that. So um I guess I'll start start my question for for Jose first. So, uh, so yeah, I guess like a, a way to summarize, like so, there are some people that are better than others. You don't think that it's likely, I guess that that souls are real. Um, what? It, it, so is it is it really? So would you say that it boils down to utilitarianism for you, in a sense, in terms of why? morality is important and if not i would i'd be interested in in why it doesn't yes okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i I mean yeah i guess in a certain sense yeah i I mean i'm very sterner-esque in the way i view morality and i do see it in a certain utilitarian sense but and that sounds awful to a lot of people but then when you realize what i'm saying is i just find your the typical a libertarian and cap view of morality as the most utilitarian uh, way to go about it. Like that's how I see it. Uh, I, I personally, um, you know, so I think that living by those type of principles, if you will, is the best way to a, you know, free, happy, healthy society and on the individual and collective level. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, James, last question for you. Um, sort of a different question with religion uh, would you say that you're religious more for a or to the extent that you're religious or, or you believe in in in, in you know catholicism and, and christianity do, would you say that you do so more for utilitarian reasons or philosophic reasons or um or, or, or is there a third category of reasons that i'm that i'm leaving out here 
so if i'm uh if i am a christian it's for philosophical reasons if i am a christian conservative it's for uh like practical what's the, what's the word utilitarian reasons. utilitarian utilitarian yeah, yeah. um and not that utilitarianism isn't a branch of philosophy but you know what i mean like if i, I believe in true yeah. yeah if if i believe in christianity then it's because i have logical reasons like reasoned my way there i guess I mean, wouldn't it be weird to be like you know I've always thought, like, you know, if, if 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 morality, even if morality comes from God, to say it's not also utilitarian would be like God makes stupid, unworkable rules. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my point of why I, like, I come from a utilitarian perspective when it comes to morality. Like, if you're trying to tell me that that it's like in a deontological sense, you're like, well, this may not be like if, if you're telling me you could prove to me this will lead to bad results. I'm like, well, why the fuck would I do it? Just because it makes me feel warm and fuzzy like what like if i know it's gonna end in disaster you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i don't know but yeah yeah, yeah i don't know it, 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 it's uh, i feel like this was a fun conversation i still have no idea if what i what a soul is or if everybody has one or why some people are better than others i don't know but I, it, it, these are these are really deep subjects that i don't even know how to get to the bottom of um yeah. but but i think we all agree that there are some people that are better than others at least at least when you at the very least you can do it by metric and you know i i don't know what it, i know there might not be one ultimate metric that says you know this human is objectively better than 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 you know other humans in every way possible but i don't know yeah. it's it, it's certainly stuff to 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 think about um, you know, this is a good question maybe to end on. What's your favorite thing about Michael Malice? Since he's the one that like inspired half this conversation. He makes me <laughs> Michael look really Malice. big and buff next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Malice was a complete asshole to my partner. Um and like it made her it made like it was the first time I'd ever met him. And like the very first thing was him telling my partner that it, his joke wasn't funny. And that kind of that kind of made the entire vibe really awkward. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just go over here now. It was nice meeting you or whatever. So to, to make up for it, he came and found us later on and showed us on his phone who the secret guest at the Tom Woods 2000 thing was going to be. So like we were in on the joke, uh, and I thought that was kind of, kind of cool. Well, that is so pretty cool. Yeah. I guess that's my, I have been, so I've now been at two, two speeches where someone asked, actually the second one was Dave Smith when David asked what his favorite thing about Michael Malice was Dave Smith's answer. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Michael Malice was like, Oh, he's just such a genuine friend, blah, 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 blah. Uh, which, you know, uh, fine. That that's great. Michael Malice is a great friend. This, the other time though was Thad Russell and his answer to what's your favorite thing about Michael Malice was his height, which I thought was just the fucking funniest, funniest fucking thing I'd ever heard. Like ever, <laughs> especially coming out of the mouth of like a dumb, uh, you know, dorky historian. So, yeah. Anyway. I do want to let people know, just FYI, I know he always plays hide the ball with his height, and a lot of people like don't know how tall he is. I'm five foot five. It I think he was probably about the same height as me, maybe like a little maybe like an inch or less shorter. So he's like five four, five five, just so people know. So there you go. I don't know, that seems seems a little high. Know. Yes. No, it's very low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All so right. Well, hey, guys. Nice. I look super buff next to him. <laughs> you do. You look like Jose. You look like a like a like an Oompa Loompa kind of only like a really buff one. <laughs> a buff Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I like it.
but, but by the way, uh, for, for the audio listeners, if you if you want to hear something amazing, go back and listen to this at like one and a half times speed, and listen for Jose's laugh. It's like my <laughs> it's like my favorite least favorite thing in the world. I listen to all podcasts at like one and a half at least times speed, and. Like I don't know how your laugh goes from sounding normal, like here, <laughs> you, to sounding like something that came straight out of like Satan's playhouse. Do you ever that, listen? Like... Do you ever listen to the Mad Ones or Propaganda Report when Monica Perez is on vacation? No. Okay, no. so Cam Harless, who you guys might know him from Twitter or whatever, yeah. but so he hosts the Mad Ones and sometimes he fills in on the Prop Report. He constantly laughs, like he's got this just nervous chuckle. Um, it's like it 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 is. It makes Jose look like a just normal laugher, really. Um, which, by the way, Propaganda Report, I'm so sad. Monica, I don't know how many people listen to her show. Like, I don't know if you have a bunch of crossover, but it's my favorite podcast. I never miss it. Um, and she's leaving the show. It really sucks because she's like my favorite person in the world. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm getting delirious at this point, And also I'm getting a little bit more under the influence yeah, of no, the alcohol let's... I've been imbibing. Let, 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 let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Cool. All right. Hey, thanks guys again for coming on. Thanks for those for, for watching. Um, you know, for some reason you're all entertained by, by our, by our banter. So, uh, you know, as long as you guys keep showing up, we'll keep doing this. So, uh, if you don't like it, you know, don't come back next time. Um, all right. On that note, right. I'm going to sign Ara. Right. Oh, wait. Hey, bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.